is where the fun begins. What's up, guys? My name is Tony, aka Star Wars Sith, and welcome to another episode of Sith Talk, where we talk Star Wars news, rumors, and coming soons. Today we have on the show Eric from the Sire Speed Reviews YouTube channel. How you doing, Eric? I'm good. How you doing, Tony? Thanks good. for having me on. Of course, good. So tell us a little bit about your channel, what your channel focuses on, and where we can find you at. All right. Well, my name is Eric. My channel name is uh, Sire Speed Reviews. Um, I do a little of everything on this channel. I do uh, Funko Pop reviews, um, Black Series uh, figure reviews, TVC reviews. Um, also do toy hunts on this channel. Yeah. And I've been lately, uh, thanks to uh, Rogue Nation, I've been to do a little bit, of, little bit of gaming on my channel for uh, Battlefront 2. So I've been incorporating nice. some of that. Nice. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, a little bit of everything. So, guys, I'm going to put the link to Eric's channel in the description before Definitely check him out. This man does a little bit of everything. So so now everyone that comes on the show, I ask them the same three questions. So are you ready for the first one? I'm ready. Oh, yeah. All right. So what is your favorite Star Wars movie and why? I have to, I'm, a, I'm an OG. I have to go with Empire Strikes Back. Nice. Um, I, I, have to say, I have to say Empire Strikes Back, but then Revenge of the Sith is my... My next one up. Yeah. Yeah. Nah, I, yeah. I love Revenge of the Sith. Yeah. I know. So for most OGs, like it's Empire. Empire is like the one that's most consistent for sure. But for me, it's Revenge. I just love Revenge, man. Like you can't go wrong with either one, but exactly. they're just so classic. And they just, both of them never get old. I could watch them over and over and you still have that same feeling every time you watch them. Exactly. Yeah. Those are, those are my favorites. Nice, nice. All right, so then the next one is what is your favorite Star Wars show? Only one, though. It could be animated or live action, but one show. That's a tough one. Yeah, you know, see, I've got three that I kind of, like, juggle between. Um, uh -huh. I, love, I love the Clone Wars. Um, I love Rebels, but I, yes. I think I'm going to have to say The Mandalorian. Because yeah. to me, it feels like og you know star wars you know it, it you know practical effects you know it, it kind of yeah. feels like that star wars that i grew up you know watching so i'm gonna have to say the mandalorian and this season hasn't disappointed yet oh not at all we're gonna get into a lot of that today for sure you saw today's episode right yeah definitely okay good good but yeah i'm kind of on the same page as you literally with those three like typically it'll, it'll be clone wars but like Rebels was always the first for the longest. And now that Mandos came and how you just mentioned how it feels old, but it's new practical effects. Like for me, I think the Mando is going to crush all shows, especially once it gets like to season four or five and six. And it has like a, a good catalog yeah. for, for me. I just edged it out with Clone Wars a little bit because seven seasons is a lot of content. And those last four Revenge of the Sith 2.0 is just so beautiful, man. Yeah, yeah, no, it's, it hasn't disappointed, and uh, man, we get into that, you know, big episode. Oh yeah. So the last question is, who is your favorite Star Wars character? Oh, yeah, Boba Fett. Boba Fett. Yeah. Nice. And why Boba Fett? Um, it's just a character that stuck out with me. You know, you know, seeing it as a kid, I was impressed. You know, the mystery behind him. You know, and uh, so it just kind of stuck with me. Mandalorian, the armor, the style, you know, his swagger. It's just, it's just, it's just great. It's like a Western, you know, 
Yeah. That, you know, so I, I, I gotta say, you know, Boba Fett. Yeah. So I love Boba Fett too, man. So for me, it was always fluctuating between Maul and Boba or Maul and Anakin, but Boba's like in my top three, but Maul, I think is my number one. But yeah. yeah, Boba, he's high up there. I, I I love anything and everything. Boba Fett, helmets, Funkos, yeah. Black Series. Like I have like every version of them. And I know you, yeah, you have a million Bobas everywhere too. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And I think that's part of uh, Boba legit is part of the reason Mando was so popular. Because when Mando first came out, everyone looked at him. And the first thing they thought was Boba Fett. Like, oh, that's one of Boba Fett's people. Is that Boba Fett? Like, so... He's a big reason that Mando like blew up. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, that that look, you know, that you know, it's it's just one of those. Uh, he's just a character, just kind of, you know, he's been with us since the beginning, or t- towards the beginning of you know of it all. And, and yeah, and now and now with you know his new look, you know, gave him a fresh you know feel on on the yep. character. Yeah, no, for sure, for sure. All right, so I have a ton of articles we'll get into. But before we get into the articles, because there's been a lot of like juicy news info the past four or five days. So I got a bunch. But let's talk about um, to- today's episode of Mando. So what do you think about it? Oh, yeah. You know, it, it, it's one of those. I, I think of it as a sandwich. You know, you have you have the meat and you got, you know, you know, it's, it's not filler. Uh-huh. But it's enough to to keep you going because, you know, Dr. Pershing, you know, his story. Get to see what happened. You know what happened to him yeah the, you know his little uh you know his his little backstory a little bit yep you know where he where he ends up you know what happens to him mm-hmm. so we're not, you know i, I don't want to say anything maybe you know we want to talk about that shortly but yeah yeah it, I, it, I, I felt it and then you know with you know with the whole mandalorian towards towards the ending the the, the nice little uh yeah finish it all off it was just it was just gorgeous it was beautiful yeah, it, it was a great episode. So I love the beginning. That dog fight in space was. Oh, just, yeah. it, it was a it was an eleven minute dog fight because I, I I was watching it. and I was like, this is so good. And uh-huh. then it, it dropped to the intro, and that was at the eleven minute mark. So we got an eleven minute fight, which was sick. Yeah. So that was cool. And then just yeah, at the end when he went there. And I thought, um, I thought Bo-Katan and Armor were gonna, were gonna get into it, like like a little verbal snippy battle, but they didn't. Yeah. I still think eventually they will, cause she's not gonna stay, man. Like, did you notice that when they all said this is the way, like about her, that she didn't say it? No, I didn't. I didn't catch her that. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. Rec- I didn't see that part. Yeah, I was listening. I didn't notice it. Yeah, I was listening, cause she said this is the way. I think to Mandel, like before they went in, or she said at some point in the episode, but in that cave, she didn't say it when they said it like to her. And, and I was like listening. So I think she's kind of just being low key, yeah. keeping her helmet on. But like she has something up her sleeve yeah. and I cannot wait. Yeah, she's in it for the po- to, to get that power, you know. Yeah. Yeah. That so, yeah, it's, it's, it's some some juicy stuff going on. So one thing I kind of caught it while I was watching it. Well, I'll actually I'll save that part because we we have an article about that. But there's some Revenge of the Sith Easter eggs in this, but we'll get to that in a little bit. So let me bring up the first article I have. Let me share this. All right. So this first one is Book of Boba Fett season two might have just been hinted at. So 
I guess recently something was updated uh, somewhere official on Disney and it went from being like a limited series to, to t- saying in the first season. So that's kind of like a hint or an indicator that maybe there might be a second season. What do you think about that? Oh, yeah, I'm down for for another um, season of Boba Fett. Um, you know, I just uh, I just wish they, you know, keep it more centered to, to his character. Yes. Um, you know, you know, how and um, about the uh, was it the uh, cyborg characters? I, you know, I think most people. Yeah, not, I may not be the only one that didn't like that part. But, you know, for the most part, if he's centered around Boba Fett, you know, and his rule, you know, I think that'd be the way to go. Yeah, I wasn't a, a huge fan of the Vespa gang, like the, yes. the Power Ranger people. And, like, I loved the two Mando episodes. They were amazing, but they didn't belong there. Like, this is the Boba Fett show. You robbed him of two episodes, and it was only, like, a seven-episode season anyway, so it was already short as it is. So yeah. hopefully season two, it's a full season. They give Boba the, the love he deserves and make him a badass again, like he was in Mando. Yeah. Yeah, so. exactly. Yeah, when he went against uh, the the biker gang, that's the Boba Fett I want. Yeah, ex- yeah, exactly. Yes, yeah, yeah. Savage. Yes. Mm-hmm. So hopefully, uh, in celebration in a couple weeks, this maybe they'll announce this at the Lucasfilm Showcase on that Friday. So fingers crossed, we'll see. But that's the first one. The next one that's I got. Cute. Yeah. The next one I got is I guess they were interviewing Katie Sackhoff and asking her if Bo is going to fight like with Mando at all this season. And what does she say? Um, so I think she kind of said basically that she's not because uh, that in the past she's fought over and over and it doesn't work. So she's kind of tired of fighting and tired, tired of fighting amongst herself. So that's kind of what she said there. And like, you know, we kind of saw that in today's episode, how mm-hmm. she didn't really like fight with them at the end and kind of was like, okay, maybe, maybe I'll do this. So, um, would you prefer to see like Bo and, and uh, Mando fight this season? Well, you know, I, I kind of feel that, you know, she's doing things, you know, just like she didn't mention anything about the, uh, about the mythosaur, you know, she's keeping a lot of things, you know, oh, under wraps yeah. and, I think maybe in a, in a, in a very political way she's gonna she's gonna get what she wants. May may not be in uh, fighting, you know. Yeah. Demando, you know, but yeah, she'll find another way to get it. Yeah, that's true, and I, I, you're right about that. I forgot she didn't mention the mythos, or she asked him like, "Did you see anything alive down there?" Yeah. And he was like, "What do you mean, no?" So yeah, that's super interesting. She didn't say nothing. That's definitely going to come back later in the season, like for sure. So speaking of the mythosaur, so this next one talks about like implications for season three. So let's see, what does it have? So it's part of the songs of eons past foretold the mythosaur rising up to herald a new age of Mandalore. So it's part of the legends. So we got the lore in the season premiere. And then Din's rise as the ruler of Mandalore. So since he has the Darksaber, technically he can be the ruler of Mandalore. But I mean, Bo-Katan's change of attitude with him. And let's see what else is on here. Bo-Katan as Din's adversary. Oh, yeah. Then, she, 
You yeah. kind of felt that she felt you, you you felt that tension when when uh when Grogu was in the ship. She's like, I'm gonna take care of this right now. Yeah. Yeah. And then Mandalorian clans united or divided. So I think the mythosaur is gonna be a huge part. And it, it might be in a couple episodes. I think it'll be before the finale. I think the finale will be something else, but it's gonna play a huge part. And like, say if she does get it, and like all those mandals that are there with the armorer start to follow Bo Katan. I'm wondering if the armorer is gonna like follow too, or if she's kind of gonna stay back. Like that is gonna be awesome to see. Yeah, I'm. I'm just kind of wondering, you know, like. Where is this all going to hit? Because, um, you know, the whole uh, unmasking of the helmet, I, I know she's, I have a feeling she's going to take her helmet off. So I don't know how that's going to work, how long she's going to be in the clan. So, who are you having a feeling, Bo or Armor? Bo, Bo Katan. Oh, no. yeah, yeah, she is. Like, she lives her whole life. She's probably what in this, like, 40 or 50. So, like, 30, 40, 50 years of living with no helmet on, all of a sudden to put it on. And you and I both know wearing these helmets, you can't breathe in them for long. Like, there's no way their helmets are comfortable. Yeah. So, like, yeah, she's going to take it off. It would be dope if the armorer kind of, like, followed Bo and if the armorer took hers oh, off. Oh, wow. Like, imagine yeah, that. Yeah, all this all this time, you know, like, you know, getting after everybody else about not taking about taking their helmet off and, you know, casting them aside. And then for this to happen, I mean, if, if it does happen, that's, that's going to be it's gonna be juicy and we'll see how yeah. it goes yeah for sure all right so the ahsoka show supposedly will be missing a fan favorite character so they interviewed uh katie sackoff again and asked her if she is going to be in the ahsoka show and she said that she isn't as of now which to me makes sense there's already too many people in the ahsoka show where we're not even going to care about Bo-Katan. Like, we're going to get our live-action Sabine, Hera, Chopper, Ezra, Hayden, Anakin flashbacks. Like, there's already too much in there. I'm fine with Bo not being in there. What do you think about that? No, I think I'll be I'll be good with, this, with the same thing, you know. If she's not on that show, it's fine. Yeah, I think uh, why some people, like, brought this up is they kind of wanted to see a live action reun re reunion yeah. of Ahsoka and Bogotan like rebels. Yeah. yeah, exactly. But I think maybe we'll get that in Mando because next, Oh, so next week is Dave Filoni's episode that he wrote for Mando. So if we were to see Ahsoka or Sabine at all in Mando, it, it would be either next Wednesday or I think he did episode seven as well. So I guess we'll see. Yeah, hopefully that's that's the case for next. Yeah. So the next one is about the movies for 2025. So suppo supposedly it's going to be revealed at Celebration at the Lucasfilm Showcase. And what most like big insiders and scoopers are like kind of saying it's going to come out Christmas, like December 2025. And the time slot actually it even has the date already, the 19th. So supposedly December 19, 2025, it's this guy, Damon Lindelof, who he did uh, the show Lost. He did the series Watchmen. Okay. Yeah, Watchmen was pretty good. And then he did like Prometheus, Cowboys and Aliens. He, he did like a bunch of random movies you probably have seen before. But 
supposedly he wrote it, the whole movie's written, and they're going to start filming like either later this year or early next year. So what do you think of this? And are you ready for movies to be back in the theater? I, I am so ready for another Star Wars to be in theaters. And I think we talked about this, um, you know, about possibly, and I'm hoping that this is the case, that there are three separate stories. Yeah. You know, I don't want another trilogy. I mean, I'm, you know, hate on me all you want, but yeah, I don't want another trilogy. Yeah, exactly. I, I think this is a, should be a single movie by itself. Exactly. I don't trust them to do a trilogy unless it's John and Dave. If you gave it to John and Dave, they would have a consistent story exactly. for all three. But if you give it the trilogy, especially if you do different directors like they did, oh, it's a cluster. It's a cluster of yeah. ideas. Yeah. And then so. you got you got one writer say, oh, this 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 character was important. And then the uh and then they'll just kill him off in the next one. You know, that we don't need all that. Yes, exactly. So I, I think they've learned from that. And it's been what freaking four years. I'm dying to go to the movies, get that popcorn bucket with Star Wars on it, the cup. And yep. just to see it and like, hopefully it has some sort of crawl because I missed the, the the loud music, the Star yeah. Wars logo, and then the crawl. Oh, those were the days, man. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Very different from the uh, Star Wars stories, what they do. But, you know, yeah, all good. If I can get in theaters, I can have my popcorn and watch watch a good movie. Then I'm OK. Exactly. I'm OK without the scroll. But, you know, hey, yeah. So next one I got is uh, the Acolyte gets a release date. Well, a release year. So the Acolyte is going to come out in 2024. So it's not coming out this year. And um, yeah, a lot of people thought that there was a chance it was going to come out this year. But one of the Disney execs confirmed 2024. And then another person that was part of the show confirmed at celebration on that Friday at the Lucasfilm showcase panel, there will be a portion of it speaking about acolytes. So I don't know if it's going to be like a teaser, a clip, a first look, something like that, but we should get more info. But what do you think about this acolyte show? Well, if you get some information over there in, uh, in London, then uh, pass it on to us. Let us yeah, know. <laughs> no, for sure. Yeah. I'm super excited. There's not much, concrete about it nothing but leaks so i can't wait yeah. to get the official stuff but from what i've heard like there's a lot of jedis there's a mm -hmm. lot of sith there's a lot of lightsabers it's a um, lot of it's um it's a uh female oriented show am i am i correct yeah well i i think there is um so the last leak i heard which actually made it sound freaking amazing it's a set of twin girls that are both force sensitive and they get split away, and one goes with the Jedi and trains to be a Jedi, and one stays and becomes a Sith. And I think there's conflict with that. Like, you know, they're twin sisters, yeah. one on the light, one on the dark, and there's just a it's bunch like of stuff anime. with that. Yeah, yeah. So that's cool right there because you get the best of both worlds. The people that like Jedis will have a Jedi. The people that like Sith will have her, but as a Sith. Yeah. And, um, and there's just a bunch of Jedi, so... It should be a good one, man. Oh, that does sound good. Yeah, yeah. Like that right there, when I heard that, I'm like, oh, that's perfect. The, the story will be juicy no matter which side wins. I don't care. Like, it's going to be a lot of sabers clashing, a lot of force power. So, yeah. So looking forward to that one for sure. Now, this one was cool. Um, I don't know if you caught this, but I didn't catch it until after I watched the episode, but... 
I think it was two episodes ago, two episodes ago, the Bad Batch season two connected to the Mandalorian. And it was at the end of the crosshair episode. And the doctor that was experimenting on him yeah. had had the, the Kaminoan like badge on her yeah. shoulder. And it's the same logo that Pershing had on in Mando, the same cloning logo. Did you catch yeah. that when watching it? No, I didn't catch when I was watching it, but I, I believe I watched, I saw it on your, uh, on your channel. You had a, a little story on it. Yeah. Yeah. So that is kind of cool how they're connecting it. Um, I thought they were going to continue to connect it more. I mean, and they still might, we still got three more episodes, but like, yeah, that was super dope. Imagine if in the next episode of the finale, we see like a young Pershing at this cloning facility with the Bad Batch animated. How crazy would that be? Yeah, I, I think that would be pretty cool if they can connect the two. Um, you, you looking at the 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 time, you know, the time or that you know, you know, between the shows, you know, I, yeah, I, I'm wondering how they would you know stick around using the same type of uniform. But I mean, it's consistent and it works. It works for both shows. It connects them too. So, yeah, exactly. So I thought that was cool for sure. Yeah. So the next one, um, a new Mandalorian season three Lego set will highlight um, the Mandalore scene. So it's the freaking uh, the spider droid. Yes, Remember? I saw that. Yeah. So they're doing a Lego. It's a little 526 piece set. Retails yeah, I 45 bucks. Actually, I have actual pictures of it. We'll get to it later because towards the end, I have some items. But I thought that was cool. Oh, there's pictures over here, too. I guess we'll look at it right now, too. So. There it is. That looks pretty sick. Yeah, it does. Now I'm wondering if, if you could just break it down a little more into the you know oh, into the other you know his little little yeah that other little body he was using. That'd be so cool. Like you take him out and, and then you can shake the head out. Yeah, I think that's I, pretty cool. I like that. Yeah, I just like the the minifigs like this yeah. Bo-Katan with oh, two yeah. guns, little Grogu, Din with the dark saber. That's awesome. Yeah. So I might have to pick this up on one of one of my target runs. Forty five bucks is not. We said forty five, right? Yeah, forty five. I'm sure it's it's not too bad. It's it's probably decent size, and you get three minifigs. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, pretty cool. Yeah. yeah, I like that. Oh, that was that was a pretty pretty amazing episode. You know, that like episode that right blew, there. Yeah. yeah, it blew it blew my mind that episode. Like. Her coming to Mandalore and then just seeing Din wield the Darksaber and he could barely do it. And when she picked it up, it was like nothing. Yeah. Like she was, it was just so amazing. And just seeing that Mythosaur, man. I, like, first of all, I didn't think they would get to the Minds of Mandalore till the end of the season. I thought it was like the whole season mission. All of a sudden, second episode done and a Mythosaur. Yeah, we get it with a glimpse of it. So, yeah, that surprised yeah. me. And, um, you know, I, I want some more. I, I want to see the the whole creature. Yeah. Oh, I, me too. Like, I wanted to come out of the water. Um, yeah, I cannot I wait, wait, man. I can wait a little bit. Yeah, I don't know, for sure. Builds it up. Yeah. No, definitely. All right. So the next one. So this is a new article, but it's basically an old article that the live-action Thrawn casting gets an unfortunate update. So... I think on one of my SIF talks a couple of weeks ago, we talked about this, that Lars Mikkelsen, who he voiced Thrawn in Rebels, uh, supposedly he was confirmed as being the live-action Thrawn. 
But this article is just bringing up the same thing where they kind of asked him about it. And he said that no one's reached out to him yet, that it would be fun. And I kind of think he's full of it. Right. Cause like, just yeah. like Andrew Garfield in no way home. Yeah. He was like, nobody reached out to me. I'm yeah, not exactly. Spider-Man. Yeah. So I just think he can't say it. What do you think about him playing Thrawn in live action? The yeah, actual voice. Yeah. You, you don't have to do nothing to him. He, he looks like Thrawn. He, I mean, the character was based off of him. So just, just go with it. Yeah. Got the voice and everything is, I don't know why they haven't reached out to him. Supposedly. Yeah, I think I think they're full of crap. So at London Celebration that Saturday is the Ahsoka panel. I I want to bet money that all of a sudden they're going to be like, do you guys want to meet the live action Thrawn? And I bet you he will walk out on stage. I bet yeah. you. So, yeah. So I, I think uh, come that Saturday, they have to confirm who if it's not him, whoever it is, just let us know. That way we know. But I, I hope it's him because like Bogotan. It's perfect because you can yep. close your eyes and you you see the animated and the live action yep. at the same time. It's like perfect. Yeah, exactly. So if you're gonna base your character on it, then who? You, why get somebody else? Why well, why not reach out to him? Yeah. So I know you said you like Rebels a lot. Did you like all the Thrawn stuff in the Rebels show? Yeah, yeah. Towards the uh, yeah, loved it. Yeah. I, I you know and I kind of want that story to continue. You know they kind of disappeared yeah in Ezra so I hope we get some kind of uh, some show or something in the future that that continues the story and so and I'm not I, sure yeah no go ahead no um I'm not sure if that's where if uh that's what the where the show is going to go with I think it is so I think there was a, a article a while ago that Filoni wrote season five of Rebels or wrote like an animated spinoff of Rebels, a continuation, but it got canceled. But he took that script and he's oh, yeah. using it for Ahsoka. Yeah, I so, think I remember. Saying yeah. That. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure we should see that, like where Thrawn and Ezra went with the Purgles at the end of Rebels. Yeah. And then supposedly also John and Dave are working on a spinoff show that's codenamed like Ghost Recon 17 yeah. or something like that. So maybe it could be even more of that Ezra Thrawn. Like what happened? They went somewhere together. They're clearly both still alive. Like, oh, that's going to be crazy to see that. Yeah, yeah. I think I think the, the key word is ghost. Yeah. yeah so I mean, we, we're definitely going to get something on that. Yeah, for sure. All right. Okay, so this is the one I was talking about earlier from today's episode that they visit an iconic Skywalker location. And I, I kind of noticed it while I was watching it, but it didn't really hit me as hard because I was just so focused on being in Coruscant. But when they went to the Opera House, yeah. right? That's the same Opera House where Anakin and Palps were talking about the tragedy of Darth Plagueis the Wise. So if you look at the shot from the show same basically same shot from yeah. revenge of the sith Did oh you yeah when you, yeah I, I noticed that I, I, yeah i noticed the uh, the entrance to the uh opera house yeah 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 i I remember the steps because and it wasn't anakin like running late to get there and he was like running up those steps just like how the person was running in at the beginning yeah yeah well i, I like those little tie-ins little easter eggs that's and that's a pretty big one too because like yeah. that scene i even think the music 
was like like kind of dark at one of the points and it was like a, a theme for revenge of the sith like a a palpatine or a plagueis theme something like that oh but, yeah there was a there was a yeah i think there was a uh that the music that was in the background music yeah yeah reminiscent yeah so that was so awesome how they tied it in and they're just gonna do more stuff like that like we're only three episodes in and we're gonna get a lot more for sure so my 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 question is is for example now that dr pershing is well i'm not sure he's pretty much brain dead right now i'm not sure if they killed him off completely but how is that going to work for well, like he's the main doctor for for cloning you know yeah how's that how's that going to work out so that whole thing i was so like what's going on i was so lost so confused especially with the girl cuz in my mind the whole episode i'm like she works from off she's yeah. trying to get him back like and then all of a sudden she flips the script tricks him gets him arrested and then when the dude left, I thought she was going to turn it off, take him and escape, but she turned it up. So is she like killing him because he's the only one that can do the cloning stuff? And maybe they have something else like a Keminoan or maybe like an older Omega or something and they don't need him and they don't want him out there. Bro, I have so many questions. Yeah, and that's that's quite incompetent of a doctor just kind of leaving her leaving her there. Oh, yeah, you, you know. Yeah, you know, he's uh, he's been relapsed before, so I'm just going to be here to support him. But nah. <laughs> yeah, support yeah. him. <laughs> exactly. So next episode, I still think she's working for Moff. Um, I just I don't think we're going to get Moff Gideon next episode. It's Filoni's episode. He doesn't care about Moff, but it's I, I, I don't know. Maybe we'll maybe, get Sabine. maybe there was maybe she downloaded some information. I mean, well, maybe when it went to his brain, they probably, you know, took his information he had in his brain about the cloning and maybe she's got maybe oh. she has access to that now i don't know if that completely you know if they just wiped it out wiped it wiped his brain out or if they extracted something out of it out of maybe maybe they did i mean that would make sense and then you wouldn't need him because you would have all all yeah. the data like on a card or whatever who knows i mean we'll probably have to wait two weeks to see what happens because i bet you next week will probably be more like Din and Grogu stuff. Maybe yeah. Din trying to get that that IG memory card somewhere and maybe he'll have to get help with Boba or something like that. So, yeah, I guess we'll see, man. But, yeah, I was, trust me, I was so confused. Like, that whole sequence at the end, like, what the hell is going on? I died, though, when he said, it was a trap. I'm like, yo, you just said that to the Admiral <laughs> Akbar, dude. I was like, oh, that was so yeah. beautiful, man. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I noticed that. I was, I was pretty hilarious. And what is the deal with the whole, uh, what is it, Thong Day, Throng Day, or something like that? Oh, oh Thong Day. I Tong guess. Day, yeah. I guess I forgot. I was watching some video and they explained what that meant. Like, it's it a like day a of the week. It's, it's like, yeah, it's like a day of the week, like three days into the week based on somebody on something it was something that was like oh okay it kind of ties into lore but it's nothing like crazy like whatever but yeah that was real weird that was real I, I weird. like they repeated like three times <laughs> yeah i think it's kind of like hump day like wednesday like you know i think it's kind of something like like yeah. that yeah imagine a t-shirt right there's a t-shirt idea. oh tongues day yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's so true all right this one got me excited and i i've been theorizing this since the first season of mando since like for years that i've been saying the feloni verse 
is going to end up in an Endgame movie with Thrawn and Luke and yeah. Ahsoka and Mando and everybody fighting the hell out of each other. So they, they, they talk to Filoni, and he says a lot in this article, but let me get to the, the juiciest part. So Filoni then added that the time period he, he mentioned is big enough to contain many stories. So he was referring that it's 30 years between Return of the Jedi and Force Awakens, which is the longest period of time. So they can have a lot of stories and they don't need to go or tie into the sequels or go anywhere. They could be their own thing, which is which is what he said, which is good to hear. Yeah. I mean, if it does tie in with the sequels, they'll make a tie in good, which I'm fine with. I don't really care personally. Yeah. But he was saying here, when you look at the original trilogy, it's much less significant amount of time that those three movies take place in. And so what I like is that we're really building very slowly an ecosystem of characters and politics and events post Return of the Jedi that may or may not expand in a bigger way as we add more shows and characters to it. Um, and then the big event thing, I think that the reality of there being a big event in this time period is very real, meaning a big movie yeah. is all I would say to that. But yes, if John wanted to keep making Mandalorian stories, as long as he doesn't get bumped off in like this big event, then they, they can continue because there's no lack of interest for Grogu and Mandu, uh, Grogu and Mando. So I think I think John and Dave have something on the board where it's like Mando season three, Arrow, Ahsoka, Arrow, Skeleton Crew, Arrow, Mando season four, and then maybe Arrow a finale movie like like heir to the empire or something with Thrawn in the movies like like endgame everyone's trying to fight thanos i feel like they're building the avengers right now with all these characters mm -hmm. to take out Thrawn. so what do you think about all that possibly you know i i like that idea you know um i do like endgame and how everything was structured everything was written way in advance yeah everything was just perfectly done so and I, and I can see the building blocks right now on what they're doing so I, if it, it ends up being that's the end game of getting a uh getting everybody to go against uh Thrawn and that that I'm down for that if they make it a, you know a movie then I'm there yeah and I think I think that might be the first time where like the shows will tie into a movie because Marvel right now has the movies jumping into the shows and then back to the movies but this will be the first time, like, from the shows, it's going to end as a movie. And, like, that movie will break freaking records. I guarantee you that opening weekend, especially if it's John and Dave writing, directing this movie, they're going to break records. And it's Mando and Grogu. So they're going to break records for that if it does happen. And, like... Lucasfilm should realize, okay, let's give these guys the key and let them do whatever they want and just not bother them. Yeah, exactly. I don't know why they haven't gotten to that point at, as of right now. Let them write everything. Yeah. Let them do all the movies, you know? Like, you know. Yeah, I don't understand why, oh, we got this big-name director. We got Taika Waititi. We got Kevin Feige, Lindelof, this person, that person. Nobody cares. We just want a good story. It could be Joe Schmo from anywhere. Like, just give us a good story that makes sense. So I guess I guess we'll have to just see, man. That might be a few years out, though, I would think. Yeah, them two guys, man. They're, they're you know, protégés of Lucas, George Lucas. So, I mean. Yeah. Give it, give, you know, give, hand everything to them. 
Exactly. Especially, uh, well, yeah, Dave, he's basically Dave, George's yeah. protege. And then John, he, he basically started the whole Marvel thing. He wrote Iron Man. He started that whole cinematic universe. So, like, he was a part of that. So he knows exactly how it works, how to connect everything. Yeah. He's been doing that since, when did Iron Man come out? 2005? 2006? Oh, I've, you, you probably, yeah, you're probably right about that. Yeah, so like that. it's been a while, so. We'll see. Um, up. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, one other thing I forgot to talk about from the Mando episode today. Yo, did you notice this guy almost talked? Yeah, he made a little, little, no, I I, I was hearing him making all these blabber noises and I know that was pretty cute, but yeah, I didn't hear him actually like, saying it. So he did, but like the way he did it, it was like four syllables. It was like four blabber syllables. Because yeah. Mando said this is the way, Bo-Katan said this is the way, and then he mumbled what sounded like four things that if he would have said it, it would have been this is the way. I bet you, maybe by the end of the season, I bet you his first words are going to be this is the way. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. he he hears it all the time, so I'm sure that's probably yeah his first words. So- yeah, rewatch it and kind of listen because, like, I think they even kind of stopped and looked at him. Like, are you were you about to say it? But yeah, man, like, I think he's gonna say this is the way is gonna be his first words, and that's gonna be so wild to hear him say that. And you know, it's funny is like Pelly thinks that his first words was Pelly. Yeah, yeah, no, he was just that was mumbles right there. That was a hundred percent mumbles, like for sure. All right, so that was the last article. Now, I got some goodies coming out, and I know you're going to like them because it's a mixture of TVC, Black Series, Lego, and Funko. So everything is right up your alley. All right, ready. So the first one, Book of Boba Fett, the female Tusken Warrior vintage figure. What do you think about this? Yeah, I I like it. And do you know there's some information about um, they uh, actually got this one from two figures. The uh, yeah. Was one of, yeah. Did you did you hear about that one? I saw Yak Face post it. Yeah, Wasn't Yak it Face. like they took like Ray yeah. Ray's body but repainted it, and then the top was from something else or something, or or the top was from I don't know. Yeah, I saw it was from yeah. two other parts. Yeah. But it was like the Tuscan Raider and um and Ray's. Yeah, they mixed the arms it, yeah. and everything. Yeah. So That's this I like I like them. You know, I like when they do that. You know. If you're not gonna do a whole mold, then find something that that complements, yeah. and that looks looks pretty good. Yeah, it looks good for sure. And then I think it's a combination of soft goods. I think like the robes around the waist are soft, but then up here it's molded, so it's a good mix. I like the card back too. Like she looks mean there. She was such a badass. Yeah, she in was. the show. Oh, I thought her and Boba were gonna have like a little love story. I felt like a little chemistry between them. <laughs> so. That's the first one. Yeah, that's, I like that one. Yeah, that's I'm grabbing that for sure. The next one, they don't show the packaging. They just show the figure, but it is a Black Series Tuscan. Um, I forgot what they call them, tribesmen or something like that. Like, like, like the head, the head Tuscan from Book of Boba. Yeah. Man, uh, um, chief, chieftain. Yeah, chieftain. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I saw this. Like that is dope, man. Yeah, I like that one. And is that is that uh, soft goods? I think so. Yeah, yeah, it should be. It should be all soft goods. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So those were two announced today. 
And then the next one we kind of looked at was the Lego set. So, I mean, it's freaking awesome. The minifigs, the freaking spider. So that's cool. The next ones I know you saw, I'm pretty sure you've seen, but some of the celebration exclusives. So the armorer yeah. with her bag and her wallet. What do you think about those? I think that's pretty dope. I, I like it. I mean, I, I don't know. I'm not into bags, but you know, yeah. it looks good. Yeah. Yeah. That little gold, you know, it, it's, it's a good yeah. one. No, for sure. Yeah. I'm not into the bags either, but like, yeah, this looks pretty cool. And like, that's, that's so dope that they had her reveal it. Cause it was like on her Instagram on Loungefly. Like, there's not even official pictures of it. It's just this of her holding it, which is cool that they sent it to her and they said, hey, show the world this for the first time. She must have been so hyped. Yes, indeed. So the next one, I know you saw, we've talked about it in the group chat, but the Funkos for Celebration. So Jar Jar from, so this is Phantom Menace because I'm pretty sure this is when yeah. he electrocuted himself yeah. and then his tongue was all yeah. out numb. What do yeah, you think you about this one? That, that okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you gonna grab this? I, I think I, I think I'll look for him. I'll end up grabbing him. Yeah, I'm grabbing that for sure too. Yeah, like, I got the Clone Wars, uh, Jar Jar. Also. Oh, the the GameStop one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got that one too. I love that one. So that was the first reveal, and then the second one, the two pack with R two and R five. So I was watching Chris's video this morning, yeah. and this R2 is different because I thought this was the Target Empire one from a couple years ago, but that one is a lot more weathered and dirtier than this. So this is a different weathered version of R2. And this R5 is different because yeah. the legs. So hold on, let me bring it up. Because like, luckily, yeah, I had him handy and he doesn't have the third leg or that bolt on top. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So... Technically, it is a different one. Are you thinking about grabbing this? Oh, I'm gonna grab these. Yeah, yeah, I don't. I don't have one. The uh, the original. So this is definitely an. Oh, that's course. perfect. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah just like I, I got the uh, Gar Saxon and Dark Maul, I have to pick this one up because. Uh, oh I don't yeah. That that's perfect, especially yeah. If you didn't have it, it just does all the work for you having both of them there. So. I think. Maybe hopefully tomorrow we get some more because there has to be a good at least four to six more Funko Pops and maybe like one to two sodas, maybe a, a pop ride. So, yeah, there's going to be more for celebration coming soon for sure. And those are going to be uh, debuted or they're going to be letting us letting people know what exactly which pops those are. Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna let us know the rest, and then they're gonna let us know where you can get this. So, like, I'm already predicting that this Jar Jar GameStop, right? Probably GameStop. Uh, and for this one, I'm gonna say Target because Target has been getting a lot of the two packs lately for cons. Yeah. So it only makes sense. So, yeah, I could definitely see that. But I mean, within the next uh, what, like two weeks? Well, yeah, they, we have to know within the next two weeks, two, three weeks, because Celebration literally is one, two, is three weeks and two days from today. So they'll be launching that Friday at Celebration. So probably Thursday or Friday, it'll be launching everywhere. So, yeah. Yeah, I'm sure you're going to be uh, making line for these guys. Yeah, so they announced for Funko today how they're doing it. And it's kind of good and kind of bad at the same time. 
So the past three celebrations, you had to answer a lottery for the Funko booth and you either won it or you didn't. And then you waited in line. What they're doing this year is you just reserve a day and a time slot for it. So literally in uh, on Thursday or Wednesday, the 29th of this month at 11 a.m., the reservations go live. So I'll have to click the link, get in and pick one of the four days that I'm there and pick an available time slot and reserve it. So I just have to hope that I get in in time and that there's time slots left because I'm there all four days. So I'll pick any day, any time slot. Mm -hmm. So if I get a reservation, that kind of reserves me a spot to go in that day at that time. If I don't, I got to grind it out the old school way. And the minute I get there, there is a standby line. Yeah. Wait in that line until for whatever it is, three, four hours. So they open it up and then hope there's leftovers. So I'm prepared for both and I might still do both because fingers crossed, knock on wood, that I get lucky and get a time slot. But then if I can still get in multiple times, I want to try to get in. That way I could get extras because I want to try to hold everybody down if I can and maybe yeah. try to get everybody at least one. That way everyone could have one with the good sticker on it. So I'm going to figure out how it works, but I'm very crafty at getting into those celebrations. Oh, yeah. I, I heard you just a little started. <laughs> yeah. So like day one, yep. Day one, I'm definitely going to scope it out to see where the line is, see how security is, see how it works. Because that's what I did in Chicago, man. So in Chicago, we didn't wait in line at all. And we came back like five minutes before two, which is when they opened it up. And there was three separate lines at the Funko booth that everyone started on their own. So when two o'clock hit, everybody was arguing. Security was arguing with people in three different lines. So I'm just there in the background, just watching like, okay, looking for a moment to strike. So I then noticed they started letting people in. So they took four or five people from the first line, let them in. Then they took four or five from the next line, let them in. Then they took four or five from this line. And as they were doing that, everyone was still arguing. So I just slowly walked up casually, slowly, slowly, slowly. And when he let uh, uh, the next four or five in, zoomed right in. And I got in. You were by yourself. Am I I correct? That was from my boy, Ricky. So he was on the phone kicking with his girlfriend in the corner. And I'm Uh like, Ricky, come on, come on. And so I got in, but he didn't get in. So luckily, I happened to have won the lotto at Chicago for the next day. So that set that I snuck in and got, I let Ricky get, and then I got my set the next day. Cause you always got to hold down the homies. Of course, mm-hmm. I didn't want to be greedy and selfish. I mean, I could have resold them, but like, I'm not going to be in the hotel room with two sets of all these pops. Like, <laughs> ha ha ha. Look at me. Like, nah. So for London, yeah, I'm definitely going to put in the work and I- I'm meeting a few people out there. So I'll see if they're into Funkos or not, because if they're not and they happen to win, maybe I could get in through them as well. So we'll see. Yeah, yeah man. That's good. So that's pretty much all I have. What do you have coming up next on your channel that we could look forward to? Uh, well, uh, I'll just doing reviews, um, do some more gaming in May. I'll be trying to cover and that's my that's my plan. Our Houston comic palooza. Um, nice. Oh, what I'm trying to do is is uh, probably interview some of the cosplayers. I'll be in cosplay also. So I'll, you know, be trying to do some some of that and uh, interviewing some of the uh, cosplayers and doing a live event, you know, like a little run through or walk through the uh, through the uh, Houston Conpalooza. So that's my plan. But um, nice. as always, I always do a little reviews here and there. And um, 
So pretty much is a little bit more, more of that. Awesome. All right, guys. So definitely check out in the description the link to Cyrus Speed Reviews. I'll put that Appreciate in there. It. Subscribe to this man. But that'll be everything for this episode. We'll see you guys next week. Thanks for having Bye, me. Bye, guys. Yep. Thanks. Thanks.